I'm hosting a super exciting webinar. It's completely free and it's all about how to become a social media manager, price, package, and pitch your way to 5K months and work from anywhere in the world. Sounds dreamy, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that is my life. That is my life as a social media manager. And I'm really excited to share with you my proven strategies and frameworks that I have used to build my agency over the past few years, but also help dozens of other amazing students, amazing people just like you with no experience and feeling really insecure about starting this new career. They have now gone on using my strategies and frameworks to become social media managers themselves. Part one of the webinar is going to talk about how to position yourself as an expert in the social media space, even if you have no experience. Part two is how to package and price your services so they are irresistible to your clients and you get easy yeses from them. Part three is all about how to send the perfect pitch and land those first few crucial clients. And you don't need a website for that. I'm going to teach you my exact strategy to avoid all of those big expenses and get right into booking paid clients in your first month. That's exactly what I did. And here I am today. The link to join will be in the description of today's podcast episode. But for now, we're going to dive into today's topic, which is all about how to go from a side hustle to a full time hustle. These are five steps to help you get there. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. I have picked out five steps that I think have the most impact on on scaling and, and going full time in your business and are topics that I'm personally really passionate about. So let's dive into tip number one or step number one, and that is to get up close and personal with your bank account. I'm the kind of girl that doesn't love numbers. Like I was tallying up the money that I had to pay off our credit card from moving the last couple of weeks. And I sent it through to my boyfriend and he was like really impressed with me. He was like, did this take you two hours? And I was like, yes, because <laughs> I am not good at math, okay? A girl has to be real. She has strengths and she has weaknesses. What I'm telling you this for is because even if you're bad at maths, you need to get to know your income, your expenses, all of those numbers coming in and out of your bank account if you're wanting to go full time because you need to figure out exactly how much money you need to earn to survive and how much money you would like to ideally earn. You know, budget in, you know, that $50 to go out to, to dinner once a month or to go to the movies, have an entertainment fund. So when I was wanting to leave my corporate job, I did exactly this. I sat down with my little notebook, pen and paper, love me some old school pen and paper as much as I am a digital business. And I wrote out a list and I had rent, I had power and utilities, internet, that kind of stuff. I didn't own a car at that point, so I had no car costs or petrol. I think I might've budgeted in a petrol contribution to my mum's car because I was borrowing that. 
I then allocated a budget for food and dinners out, entertainment, and that entertainment budget was was very small. But any sort of category that you have, shopping, spending, if you want to have a category for beauty, I was just like sacrificing and be like, cool, I'm just going to buy a, a foundation and a mascara from the, the supermarket whenever I need it. Like beauty is not a category for me. And calculate that all up and come to your minimum amount that you need to make so that you have a set number that when you go, hey, I want to leave my job, you're like, okay, let's do this girl. Let's make this exact number. And it could be a figure that is like really down to the dollar, like $2,325, you know, have something that is this exact number that you can put on a post-it note, put it into your diary, stick it on the wall, wherever you want to put it. Just make sure you have been realistic about this journey that you want to go on and what it's going to cost you. For me, after going through this kind of, I guess, a bit of a an accounting or a prediction of my, my income and expenses once I left, I decided to move back home with my parents. That was one of my decisions to try cut down on those expenses. I canceled a lot of like subscriptions I had to various things. You know, some of those subscriptions like Netflix and Spotify, they do add up. And if you're wanting to really go all in on your business and quit sooner rather than later, this can be really helpful cutting down on those little expenses. Once you have that number, this brings me to step number two, make a solid plan. Now you've got like the end goal in sight of this is how much I need to be making in my business to be able to go full time. And I went with a monthly figure, by the way, guys. So it was how much I needed to make in a month um, after tax, just to give you a little bit of context. But the next thing is to make that plan. So I had like a three month process to get to that goal income number that I needed. So I basically set little income milestones and goals for myself and how many clients I wanted to be working with. It was very specific and I gave myself a three month window to create this. And then obviously we all know it actually took 10 months, but you know, I had a lot of other things going on in my life guys. And I kept getting really cool trips at work. They flew me to Las Vegas. They flew me to Fiji and I was, it was hard to leave. So I understand that if maybe you were in that same boat as I was, but you know, create some kind of plan. What worked for me was when I had that three month plan. What didn't work was when that three month plan expired and I didn't honor that plan. I kind of gave up and then I didn't have a plan. And that was why I was kind of wish-washing away, floating all over the place for the remainder of those, what, seven months before I quit was because I lost sight of the plan. I didn't have that solid plan in place. I had pushed it aside and I had gone off on these awesome trips and I was living my best life slash not really because I was not enjoying my job and I knew what I had to do, but I didn't have the bravery to do it. We're going to get into that in one of the later steps. But for now, we've got step one, which was getting up and close and personal with your bank account. Step two, making a solid plan. And step three, if you are wanting to go from side hustle to full-time hustle or side hustle to main hustle, you need to dedicate time to client acquisition. You need to dedicate the majority of your time to pitching and networking. This is how I scaled my business with no Instagram, no website, no business cards, no fancy branding. It was simply just emailing people, reaching out to businesses, doing cold outreach, going to networking events, meeting people, introducing myself. And that was how I was able to get a massive load of clients in that 10 months. A lot of new social media managers will dedicate all of their time to 
filming TikToks, making an Instagram page, designing their logo. And these are great steps if you could do them in tandem or at the same time as pitching. But if we're side hustling, let's be real. We don't have a huge amount of time on our hands. We need to make sure we're focusing our time on money-making activities or money-generating tasks. And for me, that is pitching. Don't wait for clients to come to you. I say this all the time, once again, sounding like a broken record. Don't wait for clients to come to you. Go after them yourself. Trust that they are out there. There is an abundance of clients in this world. Trust me, I've been in this industry. I have lived through pandemics and now economic turndown and the business is still doing better than I could ever imagine. So trust that this industry is in a really great place place and just spend that time pitching. And yes, you may have to send 20, 30, 40, 50 emails to different businesses to get a yes, but it's so much better than just sitting around filming another TikTok, hoping someone finds you. And if you want to learn more about pitching, don't forget to come along to my free webinar where I'm going to be diving into exactly what to say in a pitch to make it really, really juicy and irresistible and get those clients saying yes. Moving on to step number four, this is an important one and this is less like an actionable step like pitching, like coming up with your income goal, but this is a really important one that I want you guys to listen carefully to. You need to be disciplined. I wish I could wave my magic wand and give you some really great answer around how you can find extra time in your day or how you can build a side hustle while still having a life, while still looking after your family or or seeing friends or still performing at your job. But the reality is we only have so much time in our week, right? We only have so many hours in a day. And if you want to build a side hustle, you need to be disciplined and make some sacrifices. If your friends all want to go out for drinks and dinner on a Wednesday night, but you have a client that you really want to pitch to, or you have a client you have to deliver some work for, you need to unfortunately skip some of those meals, some of those events, some of those friends hangs. And again, I'm all about balancing my business with like, a really good, you know, life, (laughs) a really, really fulfilling life and seeing my friends and family. But when it came to side hustling, I definitely did make sacrifices. I would spend weekends working while other people were off traveling or off doing exciting things or having a nice adventure day. I was like, no, I need to work. I would go all the way to Dunedin to visit my then boyfriend. We were doing long distance. And even then I'd be like, cool. Okay. We only have two days to hang out this month, but I also need to do some work in this time. Maybe this is a bit of a red flag why that relationship didn't work out guys. (laughs) But this is giving you the real and raw advice around making time for your business and being disciplined. Create a schedule, create a timetable, know your limit. Don't burn yourself out. You know, don't take on five clients while you're working full time. It's going to get messy. The most I had was two social media management clients and then I'd have another two or three photography or um, strategy kind of planning clients. Like I wouldn't actually do their social media. I would do training and strategy with them. And if I had any extra inquiries, I would put people onto a wait list or I would take a deposit and book them in for the following month. So don't overload your schedule. You know, you still want to see your friends. I am being real, guys. You don't want to lock yourself away and be a hermit or destroy your relationship with friends, families or partners. You're still going to have a lovely life, but you do need to carve out that time. And like I said, be disciplined. That is step number four. Step number five surround yourself with positivity and like-minded people. And again, I can't give you guys a magic fifth step to 
be successful. But I really wanted to include this one because, you know, I could talk about social media strategy. I could talk more about pitching. I could talk about how to network and blah, blah, blah. But I honestly found that when I was planning out this podcast episode and I was like, hmm, what is step number five? This was something that really stood out to me that really had an impact in my business and specifically that struggle that I had with when was the time to leave, right? You will get to a point where you need to take a little bit of a risk by transitioning from side hustle to main hustle. You're always going to feel scared. This is the reality. People are like, wow, you're so brave for doing this. And I'm like, I was shitting my pants when I handed in my resignation. And those of you who have listened to my first podcast episode, if you haven't, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. Um, But I also talked about starting my business in the middle of a breakup. And I told my my boss at the time, you know, what was happening and so I could have an extra day off work and she was like, no worries, she was lovely and she even said to me, like, I'd already handed in my resignation at that point and I had two weeks left before I was officially leaving and she even said to me, like, you can have your job back if you want, like, I know things have changed, I know you're really struggling right now, the option is there. So, I had so many things going on and what really got me through it was the people I surrounded myself with. And that's not just my friends and family who were super awesome and super supportive and a great part of my journey, but it was also more of the online communities. It was podcasts like this that kept me accountable, that kept me inspired because that's what you need to take the plunge. You can do all of this stuff like pitching, making your plan, getting your income goal, which is exactly what I did in the first three months. But the thing that actually gets you to quit and take the leap and throw yourself in there and be successful and go all in on your business, it comes back to your mindset and how you're feeling and that confidence. And I really built that confidence for myself, believing that I could do it, believing that I could make money and go all in in my business by going to different courses or signing up for different courses, coming along to webinars, paid or free, joining communities, masterminds, memberships. This is so key. And not only do these things help you upskill, you learn really awesome things. I've done so many courses. I can't even count how many courses and programs and masterminds I have done in the last few years. Even if you're not in the financial position to invest, listening to podcasts like these, reading books, some of my favorite, uh, Chillpreneur by Denise Duffield Thomas, uh, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, also by Denise, uh, We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers, like rent those books from the library. That's what I did in the beginning. And listening to podcasts like this, Erin May Henry, uh, the Female Entrepreneurship Association or Carrie Green's podcast, I'm not quite sure of the name. Rachel Rogers also has a podcast, Marisha Said is another one of my favorites. Girls That Invest, another one I've talked about a lot. Love them. They're also Kiwis. Anything where you can just get fired up and draw in some of that inspiration, that is what's going to get you across the line. That final finish, that final step. And having those people who are also entrepreneurs, who are going through the same things that you are, will just give you like this warm blanket of comfort knowing that you're not alone. Because again, I loved my friends and family and they were so supportive. But sometimes if you have friends who just have no interest in entrepreneurship or have never thought about it themselves or experienced it, the advice that they can give you is limited. So getting online and even joining free Facebook communities where there's just people going through the similar things that you are, this is so crucial. And honestly, it was the 
the constant listening to podcasts and seeing other people living my dream life that eventually motivated me to quit. And I did quit when I handed in my resignation. I hadn't quite matched my income at my corporate job. But funnily enough, that month that I was working out my resignation, that final four weeks, I did match my income goal. I did match my salary, which was, I think it was around 3000 New Zealand dollars. I wasn't paid very much, so it made it quite easy. That was quite funny that it happened only when I took the plunge and I resigned and I was like, this is it. I've got to make this work. And I just was so fired up to do it. Looking back now, I definitely think part of it was, you know, being motivated a little bit by jealousy. I was jealous. I'm not going to lie. I was jealous of all of these people out there doing the online entrepreneur thing, working from home, making their cute Instagram posts. And I wanted that. And I think sometimes playing into that jealousy and that deeper desire in you is a really important step for moving into your full-time gig. That is it for today's episode. I'm getting all hot and sweaty because I'm so passionate about this subject. (laughs) So I'm going to sign off there. Make sure you guys, if you haven't already, click the link in the description and sign up for my webinar. It's completely free. And like I just said, it's really important for you to be surrounding yourself with like-minded people, surrounding yourself in a community of other other social media managers, whether you're just getting started, whether you're just thinking about it and don't even really quite understand what you're doing yet, or maybe you're a few months down the track and you're just looking for some advice on better systems and strategies. I'm a little bit biased, but this webinar is going to be epic. I don't want you guys to miss it. Click that link, sign up, and I will see you there. And with that, I will catch you in next week's podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. As usual, guys, really appreciate it. Your support means so much to me. And yeah, bye, guys.